0: Trevelyan Next is a division of Trevilian a financial services specialist search and talent advisory firm. Since inception, the Trevilian team has dedicated itself to enhancing the return on investment of a company's most important resource, its people. Hello, hello. Welcome to uh, another great episode. Very excited about this episode. We have two iconic franchises in the world of fintech and banking coming together for one spectacular show. Am I hyping it up too much? I feel like
1: I love it. <laughs> I'm building great. up the
2: WWE yeah. championship. Yeah, I,
0: feel, <laughs> I feel like we need uh, Michael Buffer uh, to come out and uh, say ah, it's a great hey, rumble. And rumble. Rumble. Uh, yeah, if you have an extra, <laughs> I think, I think he charges 500,000. So if you got an extra, yeah. something like that, something that astronomical, but we have Fintech banking, helping bankers, fintech Cowboys and uh, Brian and I, of course, from uh, a next. So, hello, Brian. Hey, Keith. Hello, Tanner and Dave. Hey, guys. Hey, Keith. Brian. How you guys doing? Doing great. Good.
1: Nice Very to see well. you. well.
0: I had a
3: couple of banker conversations, uh, actually one over the weekend, believe it or not, um, on the topic that I thought was fun for you guys. So, actually talking about talent, hiring, and it was specific to banking as a service, which I am mm-hmm. like all right, I got a show about this next week. (laughs) But it was funny because, you know, they made the comment, they better stated than I'll say this, but they're like, how do I hire somebody smarter than me? Right? And I'm like, hey, don't worry, man. I do it all the time. I understand (laughs) the problem, right? And sometimes you succeed and sometimes you fail, right? And so I was thinking about, you know, I I was thinking about you guys and, uh, you know, solving that problem. It's pretty funny because I think us, I know for certain better than anyone else, because we have all the data and we can see everything. We know exactly that you guys are the the epsilon, right? And everybody that you work with, you guys are the the premier talent side of Bass. And I mean, maybe a gray area into different innovative banks, right? Different other things. So well,
0: thank you for that compliment. We well,
3: really uh, here's what I told the, yeah. the bank I talked to. I would bet that you guys just from an IP perspective, could hang on bass better than 95% of the banks. Oh, yeah. Like, you could run a bass strategy at a bank, just like you guys actually could do it better than 95% of the
2: banks. <laughs> that, that says
0: like, something. I do that. That's oh, yeah. The right people. I think, I, I think we know all the right people who That's would lead us in the right direction. Just by
1: association, right? by
0: association. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Brian and I have talked about that in the past. Uh, but,
3: but, but you see the point, right? That is the value of whether I guess just IP and network, right? And yeah. this space, it's pretty difficult, and you guys know that better than anybody. Yeah, yeah
0: kind of. Thank you so much for that compliment, and right back at you. You know, we we see FedFist everywhere uh, nowadays on LinkedIn. And what was the uh, partnership that just came out today? Uh, Finsley? Am I mispronouncing? I join the association. Yeah, Finsley. Yeah, they yeah. The association. yeah.
3: a huge shortage in talent there. I mean, look, guys. I think about the last five, six years here, I mean, there was a couple of dozen people really that were real players five years ago. Now it's a mainstream topic. And I mean, there's, we're talking about low hundreds still of people that are really in the game. Yep. And I mean, you got a serious glut going on as tons of bass banks or people exploring and investing in technology to go that direction. We're seeing the same thing from the vendor and infrastructure side, right? I'm seeing tons of consultants that don't know what they're doing, picking up bass bank opportunities because <laughs> all the good people are taken and too busy to help yeah. them right um, yeah Funds ringing off the wall i'm seeing the same thing with vendors where i got banks i'm like you're implementing what core like they don't even have a live u.s bank and that's your best strategy because everybody <laughs> else is backed up right and so yeah. you got a foot race in bass right now that's affecting the whole let's just call it supply yeah. chain
2: some of That's those guys, guys, you're probably talking, you know for a long time there, there was 15, 20, and then there' about 40 best banks. We're 81 now. Uh, and that happened pretty quick. And there's a couple of dozen 10 oh, man, man, yeah. that were through acquisition went away, so it could have been even bigger. Now the talent pool is unique, yeah, and it is not that big. And so what you're really seeing right now, to your point, and I can't believe you said it out loud, that was great is there's a lot of people out there that'll tell you all about it that don't know a damn thing about it and that's right they read yeah. it, it from somebody else but here's the deal it used to be very very expensive and took a long time because it was learn as you go with the tools we had at the time there's mm-hmm. different tools there's different ways to do it now sidecar other things that make this a more efficient way to do it if you've got the talent and the mm-hmm. people who are like smart enough to call tanner
0: <clears throat> yes. It's-
2: point man the the talent <laughs> side of all this is, is the difficult part and there's
3: not that many people that are real players and you talk about a space to either succeed or fail like visibly right mm. I mean, you're talking headline news if, if you do oh, well yeah. or don't oh there's yeah so much money changing hands oh
0: mm-hmm. yeah big big time partners big time fintechs now can you tell our audience on the Trevilian side exactly what fedfist does what banking helping bankers I, I have no ideas it.
3: Yeah. You just There's put on cool. the hat. Read, read, right? read from the script. Read yeah. from the script down below. Yeah. Yeah. there. The yeah. teleprompter. Where's the, where's the yeah. teleprompter? <laughs> this is where you like insert the marketing video, right? <laughs> no, so, so we set out, you know, six, seven years ago, we've always played on the financial data side of the world, right? So bank financials, let's just say. We get about five 6,000 items uh, each quarter on banks and credit unions from call report stuff we started pushing more and more into the technology side. So what we call Fintegration ecosystem, we track who the banks use as technology providers for their tech stack, same with credit unions. And we started tracking heavily into the FinTech landscape. So that would be defined as non-chartered financial services folks, right? So Chime, uh, should we track 7-Eleven, right? Uh, Current or Robinhood, et cetera. And then who are the banks that are sitting behind those? right? Often it's card side and the issuing bank, but there's a fair amount like the cross rivers that do a lot on the lending side. Right. So we track all that. So data is sort of the foundation for us. And that goes into everything we do. So from our roundup event, uh, we bring in actually, guys, we just hit a milestone two weeks ago. It will be the single largest gathering of bass banks ever, ever. We're really stoked about it. Awesome. The Bass Association will be there and the Bass Association board will be there um and think about bankers helping bankers really all those bankers came together in our platform there where we implement all that data and education and they came together educating and a bunch of them were bass banks saying hey right they're calling you guys and they're calling us and we're like hey let's okay cool we'll do it right and started that bass association so you can see how data is sort of foundational for us but it's also funny enough it it makes you look smart when you have data that nobody else has right and so You kind of got a little IP feed into everything as Yeah, well. There's a yeah. the
2: thing that, uh, that we talk about a lot with like vertical integration of data sets and all this stuff. So you kind of oversimplified there. were just mergers. There's all kinds of brand, branch data, holding company data. There's fintech data. We also have the, uh, so we have fintech analytics. Yep. We've got the integration ecosystem that we created. And everybody's like, well, where do you get this data? A lot and of it we built. Yeah, you build a lot of it because you integrate different pieces and, you know, I tell people a lot of times if you had a, a guy with a striped shirt and he's got a flag in his pocket, and a whistle, he's, oh, I got it. And, you know, you get a different guy with a mask on, he's a baseball umpire. Okay, this guy's an NFL ref. You begin to see things, then, then you have to validate. Now, validation has to be done in the right way. Then you end up with data that's truth.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, that's probably the biggest like punchline. That was a good one, man.
3: So, yeah, we look at banking and we see misinformation. We see fear, hmm. sales, and lies, right? Yep. I mean, and I yeah. mean, look, we've all been on all sides of it, right? You've been a banker. We've been, we have so we, founded a bank association, right? You guys have been on the talent side and the technology. We've been all over this thing. And you see that by and large, everybody who sits in the middle is pretty much full of shit, right? And <laughs> somebody's getting screwed somewhere, right? And calls them and, doers. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the concept of doers, right? And consultants mm-hmm. are not doers. You have mm-hmm. people out there, right? Just screaming at the bankers, you got to do this or you'll die. And it's like, do says that. the guy with a block talking yeah. about the core. Are you
0: serious?
3: <laughs> yeah. You don't how to build a core? Okay. So we think that data from our perspective, I can't answer every question, but I can answer a lot of them. And we can have a factual foundation of truth. And then you, mm-hmm. we can all go make opinions from there, mm-hmm. right? You can't just start at guesswork. We got to have some yeah. foundation.
2: A humbling yeah. moment is when you think you know everything, and then you get the hard data, and you oh. go, oh, wow. You should hang out with yeah. us on
3: the weekends, man. All we <laughs> do is kick our own ass with data. I'm like, yeah. We thought we had well, it, yeah. but data says we're wrong. Yeah. yeah,
0: and since we're in this same, uh, you know, arena, we know a lot, and you brought up the Bass Association, and I'll get to that. And this is where kind of the genesis of this Bass Association started. You know, we got to know you guys. I got to know Bobby Button. Over the last uh, six, seven, eight months, Brian and I, especially over the last, what'd you say, six, seven, eight, nine months, Brian, kept on hearing our bass clients and other bass banks we know and highly regard and talk to just for kind of intel saying, or coming to us saying, Do you know of any bass associations? You guys should start a bass association because we just feel like we need to bring us all together now that we're 70, 80 banks. Yeah. So we have best in class, best practices, regulatory, maybe lobbying efforts. So that's when this kind of started, I'd say probably back in February, March. I mean, yeah. I think we had our first call and kind of just rolled from there. And you guys you know, have been doing a lot of the heavy lifting, thank God, um, because you have, the, you're, you have IBAT, um, you already have the Roundup, You know, Brian and I are, you know, we want we're going to get in there and you got board members and it's great to see. What do you see from your end on the Bass Association? Sorry, say that again? What do you how do you feel it's proceeding and what would you say it is at this point? So I'll give you a couple of cliff
3: notes that I was thinking over the weekend. We've got uh, one of our actually are going to be our chairman recently elected. We won't say who yet or can we?
2: we can okay
3: so robert kyle from sutton the board has elected him as our first chairman oh awesome
0: um
3: and so we've got amongst the the just the board not even the the membership which we've got a lot of members now um just amongst the board we've got the bank with the most fintechs which is like 40 something yeah can you imagine (laughs) managing 40 different right and some of them are I mean, it's the names that we all know. We've got Brian the one
2: that's bringing on the most fastest.
3: Right, bringing the fastest. We've got the one that's got the most cards, a hundred and something million cards. Million. Oh my gosh, right? And so you got some of those and you add that up and collectively just the board was the largest institution in the US if you just added it together. So I think that's a milestone, right? You start looking at the membership and I mean, we're probably approaching half of the fintechs represented with a, you know, a fairly small number of institutions, right? In the dozens, let's say. That is super interesting because, let me say it to you this way. He often says, if you turned off the Bass Banks, you turn off fintech. And we're kind of feeling that in the association, right? We get on those calls and I'm like, guys, if we, if, you know, if a bomb hit this Zoom call right now, you would take out fintech,
2: <laughs> right. you know what I mean? We can't all be in the same room at the same time. Right, right.
3: <laughs> so that's actually really neat and interesting because I think the camaraderie, right? Everybody feels like they're amongst peers and that that, I don't know, it, it helps to build everybody
0: up. And realize that if we work together we actually can be
3: impactful to do some things right
0: yeah. especially the new members up. too and banks who are thinking about getting into it or just starting can yeah. now look to the veterans of the industry and everything they went through over the last five or six years and the roller coaster and the bad hires that maybe didn't fit the culture and yeah. all of it technology regulators uh government agencies and they can look to them as kind of advisors. And I think, yeah, Brian, we have learned hard. that these banks are more than willing to
2: help. Right. Yeah. Um, the worst question to ask a bass bank is how did you get started? How did you do it? And or where do you find a fintech? It's, yeah, it's the, worst. <laughs> the better <laughs> question. It's like building a doghouse. It's like, is that an airport? It's like, no, it's a doghouse. The second one you build, they're like, that's a doghouse. Right. Okay. The question is if you had it to do over again with what we have today. And that's my fear.
3: That's my fear, guys. I see a ton, like I mentioned from the consultants. I mean, the white papers and case studies I've read in the last couple of months are terrifying, right? (laughs) So you have the consulting community out there. They know they have to be talking about it to be relevant Mm -hmm. and they're just a mess. So that's scary. Mm -hmm. They're sort of educating with their bank customers, not great, in a complicated market. And then you've got a lot of the same from the technology infrastructure side, right? It's sort of a playground of, I've got a cool idea. Somebody gives me a bunch of capital. I'll go try it out on some banks and see how that works out, yep. right? Our sign it up
2: Our own compliance system. Fully compliant so, for everything. In the bank. Like, well, when you, you think, think you
3: about, you don't know if it's in fully compliant at the fintech level or the infrastructure level until the bank goes through an audit, right? And that could be 18 months yeah. later, right? So you got some things that are... Um, pretty concerning going on that'll take some time to be a little more public and take some time to work through the chain but what's funny is actually bass banking as a whole and the ones doing it well unbelievably it's going great right mm, yeah. having huge success and it's safer yeah. and sounder than ever
0: before because they've so gone I, through I, those yeah. trials yeah trials and tribulations to We're get probably there. See another yeah. way
3: right yeah uh, um there'll be some scary stories or like the voyager thing or and so you've got people that aren't necessarily bad actors right now going on that this is out, honestly probably the biggest reason for the Bass Association. And so there's a place to come to all the Bass banks today. Don't want the new guys to screw it up. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. it. not good for any of us. the
0: Bass
2: get
3: Washington
0: involved. Yeah.
3: I mean, Robert from sudden, Robert will tell you right now, he's like, we want to help and other community banks do this, it is a good thing because fintech is trying their best to go around the charter and that can't be allowed to happen, right? It's not safe. It's not good for community banks, obviously. And so the more that community banking comes together in this direction, it's better for, I mean, all the way right down to the American consumer.
2: Well, this is where Travillian comes in, is that, okay, there is a smart way to do this and there's a really expensive dumb way to do this. And there's a lot of wordsmith bad things that are being said out there that aren't even correct That are and definitely not how you ought to do it today all right so let's take this guy he's our specialist and he comes in and shows us how to do it today and he does a really good job of it once he's done yeah he's shorter but once that's done okay i need a different guy to come in and maintain innovate go from there this guy is now back on the market can come back to tribillion and go out here and help the next guy mm-hmm. all right yeah. this talent pool is unique it's highly skilled and specialized what we see in our data so we have contact data this, and all these this is a here. cool
3: data point you guys are going to love this okay, so
2: in our information you know we have all the contact data on the banks and the financial. all of bit. okay we do the same thing for fintechs so what we see the turnover has you know you have to update your contact the, data every the point, churn
3: right? in employees okay. at bass banks and vindex is significantly higher yeah. oh sure
0: it's like but, a tech company you know they, right? You don't yeah. stay that long because you yeah. want well, a new challenge or you already built it. And you're like, ah, now I want to move and build something else.
2: What is it the banker is, in, is deficient in? Knowledge of fintech. Mm-hmm. And here's the greatest area of turnover. Trevillian picks these guys up with specialty pieces and things like that so that can plug into your institution and help you get this stuff going, help you maintain it better, help you innovate for the future. Yep, They're different yes. rules. That's cool. Yeah, well, I mean, Brian, and I- Brian, you had a search
0: last year, the payments professional, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's,
1: there's so many searches that come to mind as we talk, but the deficiency we see a lot of times with, with FinTech forward banks is culture. And what we do at Trevilian there's really two things we do. It's intelligence, knowing who wants to move where and when, who's available, right? But also who's doing what and everything, but it's, it's also storytelling. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is you can kind of sniff out which places are not easy to work. And you know, that you can probably pull people from there. Um, these are things that I, I don't think a lot of people know, but Keith, you and I know that there's places we go, there's mines that we, you know, kind of jump into and, and pull the coal out of. Um, mm-hmm. and so we kind of have that, you know, we work in the shadows. We know, um, where the, where that town <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. When say you, we're, when like you,
0: to, we're like yeah. the CIA, but not as yeah. cool. When no. you're doing searches like <laughs> the coastal... Fun.
1: The Coastal Community President, uh, we, you know, we placed Kurt there at Coastal. That was a huge one, guys. That was, yeah. Yeah. And it's awesome. And we weren't, you know, even before that, Lincoln Savings had a very similar search too. And when you're doing those searches, it kind of gives you carte blanche to call on just about anyone in this space. And you're talking to the number twos, number ones, board members, you know, the whole nine. Um, You really get, you, you really get access to information that, you know, a lot of folks don't have. And of Can course, you talk about
3: yeah, the distance there. I mean, do you guys feel like we do because we're in that same spot? You know, the kind of the pinch yourself. I'm laughing, right? Hopping like on the Bass Association calls, people are like, Man, like this is so cool doing this with you guys, right? And I'm like, I want your autograph, right? This is so cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. well, I thought there, you know, what, Tanner, I thought there should be trading cards, like an Eric yeah. Sprink trading card, card, like, yeah, like, like, like you bro, know. Like, do you you from cross river you know like
3: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you see the <laughs> distance when you talk to these rock star people and the senior people i mean you're talking about definitely our conversation every bit of this is 1% of bankers and the 1% of the rock stars at those banks
1: mm-hmm. right yep. yeah. this is
3: a i mean the epsilon it's a so small uh, you see uh, network the distance yeah. there i mean thinking of talent or whatever uh, better words than i would use for rock star people when you talk to those people and then you go talk to an average guy like me, right? I mean, it is shocking to me how far ahead these people are. I mean, they're they're an entire
0: lifetime, a whole career ahead of the whatever the average banker looks like. Yeah. That's you know right. what Brian and I get excited about? It's kind of finding that emerging talent also. It's almost it's mm-hmm. almost like being a baseball scout a little bit, you know. This guy's under the radar, you know, he's coming up and we just think he built his own fintech or he you know yeah. he's Because you're seeing a younger generation now that is very tech savvy, that is seeing the advantage of going to a a bass bank, or a digital bank, or a fintech bank, Mm -hmm. and being able to kind of take the reins of the strategy and help build and work with the CEO instead of going to you know a mega bank and just kind of sitting in a cubicle and being a cog in a machine. And you know Uh you're starting to see that now, which before maybe even five years ago you didn't really see that talent gravitating towards community bank.
1: And I also, I think of um, some of the folks that kind of were there on the ground floor, you know, five, six, sometimes eight, maybe it's eight years ago, building these fast banks. And these are bankers that turned into like tech savvy folks. Like that is the anomaly. Like it's like I said earlier, you can't really home grow the talent anymore. But these are people that saw it back in 1416 and started going you know, to it like the central payments guys, yeah. like like the like like Eric Sprink, like Eric Stovegard and his team at LSBX. I'm sorry. So it looks like you wanted to say something there, Dave. Yeah, cross, no, River, right.
2: cross, River. cross River, right? Cross River,
3: Brian. These is remember, people yeah. are so smart. It's unbelievable. Yeah. But they lived in a time of literally like giving birth to an industry, right? And so the point, they had time to figure it out and learn. And you've got a group of people that you'll never make another one. And nobody will ever be able to do it that way again. These people will always be top, right? And so that's how we look at the Bass Association board, right? I mean, that was us and you guys with all of that group that we had. You know, you guys have a handful. We have a handful. I think it was 15 or 17 banks. Mm-hmm. Initially, that came to the two of us saying, "Hey, can we all band together?" Yep. Like, what's yeah. Like, what? Start, that's a, the, the that's a quarter of the total Bass bank saying actively one at a time saying, <laughs> "How do we all get together?"
2: That's a heck yeah, of a it was, movement. It was right? so funny, guys. Yeah. The roundup last year, that all right, were all about to leave. Everybody's out. It's like, hey, we got. Can we get together? I was like, y'all, yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all ought to get together. And they're like, no, we can. You get us together and. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not the guy, yeah. you know. Well, yeah. and, and
1: simultaneously, we had created the Tech Forward Bank Index, which, you know, hopefully you guys are familiar yeah. with. And it was our idea. It was very similar. It was like, let's just shine a light on these cool banks and these cool yeah. people. And, and it was no-brainers. The first 10, 12 were like no-brainers, right? Um, and then we were like, what can we do with this community? And it was kind of like, uh, Keith and I were like, um, this is over our pay grade you know, we've never put a conference together. We have going you know, we're, we're going to never... run
0: out of chilies and Scranton. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Fly in in February.
1: And uh, then it just all kind of, it kind of like, you know, it fit really well earlier this year. Um, and we had one specific bank came to us and said that he had talked to all of his bass peers and there was a lot of inconsistency out there around operationalizing risk and compliance. Um, You know, there was there were duplication of costs and, you know, buying power and things like that. And it was like light bulb. And literally like that same week we talked to you guys and it was like this. This makes so much sense to do.
0: I mean, you already had the roundup uh, in full speed. You know, it's going to be bigger than ever. And uh, yeah, I was just thinking we should have at the roundup. We should vote on a Mount Rushmore of bass you Know pioneers, you know, maybe Sprink gets voted up on.
2: Actually, I'll give you a tip. We're mm-hmm. going so every year at our roundup, we give away it's the Buffalo Award. It's you know, who did the most to save or innovate in community banking? And uh, guys, this is invite only the whole damn conference is from the sponsor. I, I had around.
3: the horrible task this weekend of working with a couple on our team and going through the wait list for the roundup. Oh man, uh, I mean, the people that we're having to say Ooh. no to makes you sick to your stomach. We oh, have their. Geez. Yeah.
0: Can you live stream you it too? It very, is it going to be dig- is it going to be digital also or just uh, no, in no. person?
3: See, okay, we feel different than everybody else does. Yeah. We we think that a lot of times people get very open with IP to showcase themselves. We live in the shadows with the rock stars, and we understand the value of secrets, right? No, this, yep. this group of people, yeah, he, it may not be the most popular topic, but we know where the badass
2: things That's happen true. and how to do them. So and 10, that's not for everybody to have. 10 yeah. 10, no, I 10, like 10, it. Silicon Valley in the early days, everybody was eating these drugs and all yeah. that and being super yeah. creative. I'm like, it's like the Roundup. Three o'clock, you better start having a happy hour a little bit earlier. You know? yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The next great invention is happening at your Roundup, you know, yeah, at a, a table fun. in the back. That's yeah. how it starts. I mean, that's how it starts. I mean, you get a lot of smart people in the same room and they you know, have it. a few drinks in them and then all of a sudden they start talking about what could be and... Can it happen? That's innovation. Yeah. Kicking people out at
3: midnight, you know, right? Like guys, we said this thing was over at dark, you know, come up. I wanted wanted to bring up a
1: topic here because it's kind of like a little open forum here. And I mentioned culture earlier, you know, there's places where, you know, we know there's some toxicity. There's places where it's an amazing bank to work. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, fintech always kind of marches to the beat of its own drum, right? It's you know, it's just kind of go go go. Banking is a little more parochial, and you know, you know, everything gets committed to death, right? We're talking about the space that's like the Venn diagram of the two, and sometimes there's a push and pull. Um, we do a lot of advisory around um, you know how to attract better talent, how to kind of you know look at your culture and make sure that you can get that guy from Apple or that girl from Google or whatever it might be, right? So I was just kind of curious if you have any thoughts on culture and what makes a good Bass Bank culture.
2: I got it, I got You don't it. get to speak on this make, topic? Make sure they can wear a cowboy hat.
1: There you go. <laughs> and they drink Coke. There right? you go, man, yes. <laughs> I'll
3: tell you one that grabs the hell out of me, guys. It's um, just think about the leadership and the appetite Right. What's their forward-looking statement or what do they think? But I get we get so many calls, especially these days, we're just crushed by bankers want to talk about things. And it's, I don't want to say frustrating, but it, it it gets in the back of your mind when everybody's calling to ask, what are we seeing? What's going on? What are others doing? And bankers are followers. They always have been. They're not original thinkers. That right there, I think, is the difference in the group of Bass Banks that we have so far. These are original thought innovator badasses. Not We're willing follow. to break things, be
0: disruptive. And like me, fail. right? We're a cowboy head. You got to be open to failure. Um, yeah, you got You're not going to work out. But if you just sit back and wait, I mean. And I think bankers for, I mean, a thousand generations, right? Have had a, I,
3: a very franchise mentality. I always talk about it. They, they're like, they're franchisees, right? They call, a, call the regulator, right? Can I do this or do that? It's, a, it's not a, like you would see in a software shop or an entrepreneurial spirit. We're seeing one heck of a shift there right now. So I think my, my biggest, to your point on culture, when I talk to leaders of banks, you can tell in the first five minutes which of those two groups that they live in. Yeah. And I can tell you when we look at the financials, which one's winning? I think mm-hmm. we all know the answer.
1: Oh yeah, sure. Well, that's what
0: Brian and I mm-hmm. say, the same thing about candidates. We can tell within five to 10 minutes of a phone call you know, is this person, would they fit with a bass bank?
1: Right. Well, yeah. And and there's (laughs) also something you guys said earlier. I think humility is huge in culture because a lot of the bankers don't want to hire people that are more, you know, that are smarter than them. You said it it all the beginning of the call. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's not difficult for me to hire someone smarter than me. (laughs) That's my culture. I keep (laughs) the bar low. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Reality
2: there of, we have to be profitable, we have to be compliant, and there is no room for error. And then this group over here is like, do what? Let's go try things, (laughs) give them breaks. Hold my beer, right? Okay, So this, but there's innovation and there's neat things here, but let's get straight on this. They're not all profitable. They don't all succeed. And so you have to have an eye for the ball if you're on this side of the fence. Which brings
3: me to my, my final thought and question. I believe we've all been talking about Bass for a long time, and we're coming to the end of a sort of a first generation right now that mm-hmm. is Bass as a strategy.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: We're going to see Bass as a division, a segment, a business line for every institution in the country. Hold on.
2: What this guy's about to tell you is the most important shit you're going to hear. In wait, minute. wait, wait, wait. We got to build this up. We'll, <laughs> add, some,
0: we'll add some music, uh, like a score. Yeah. Yeah. You know, John Williams.
2: Hey, this is this. funny, man.
3: Nobody ever wants to make like predictions because yeah. you're usually wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, don't give a shit. I, I don't mind being wrong. I think every bass bank is, uh, you know, it's as a strategy, it's like a division, right? That is coming, you know, to the end of that, um, where bankers are reaching out saying, we're looking at you doing bass as a strategy at our bank. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It's going to be just like you have a, you know, uh, the payments group or the compliance department. It's going to be a department at every bank if they want a business customer. Yeah. And what does community banking do? We do small business. And think about this, guys. Years ago, the consultants and thought leaders were screaming, watch out, the big techs are coming. And it's like, if you looked at Amazon recently, I mean, they've got everything. You can get like seven different credit cards, line of credit, you name it, okay? Um, they just actually came out with a palm. Have you seen the palm thing? Okay, you no. can skin your hand as a point of sale payment oh god from amazon and it's called amazon one check it out all right now think about uh i told somebody the other day think about the s&p 500 right, right and all the technology companies there walmart is working with uh, coastal right. right and walmart i think it's actually called one is the fintech that they? yeah have one Launching to Walmart customers. Think about 7-Eleven now, uh, well. Home Depot, uh, bunches of these folks, right?
2: Well, so,
3: so what you have right now is a shift from the big techs. We need to worry about Google too. Mm-hmm. You need to worry about everybody in the S and P 500 because they're all in the throes of a financial services strategy. Right. Mm-hmm. It's working its way down. What's next? we're going to come down to employee companies that have 50 employees, then it's going to be companies that have 10 and then it's going to be sole props. Right. And right now it's an opportunity for community bankers get into bass and go after businesses that have some distance from them. Those wouldn't have been your customers.
0: Uh-huh. I
3: tell you in the next two years or so, this is going to turn into defense in a big way. And So when I talk to bankers today, I'm like, yeah should you consider it? I'm like, you want to talk about a great chance to be an early adopter before it kicks your ass.
2: Yeah. merchants mm-hmm. are, are capturing the ability to, to give credit on site. Doesn't even matter if it's inventory financing or whether there's point of sale, scan a QR but code with the plumber and get a line of credit. I can give my P- yeah. card. I can have all kinds. Of, I mean, there's everything that can be, I can do earned wage, put onto a prepaid. There's so many things. So the financial services are being drilled down to the merchant level. And his point and is- fintech just got done with retail guys and now
3: they're yeah. out of they're out of <laughs> to build and they're like small business it's coming to you. Yeah. Ugh.
1: Well, I think of I think a blockchain also kind of trickling yeah. into everything that you're saying because that's going to make things even more efficient. Efficiency,
0: smart contracts, yeah. 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 Very interesting. Yeah. Um now that's well so what's your prediction? What's the big prediction? Was that I the think prediction in the
3: next 2 years? That you're going to see every community bank have to have a best a department, a best department, yeah. best division uh, to serve a small business. And yeah. or and I always tell everybody: the words will change, the topics will change. Embedded finance—that we'll seems to be a uh, hot topic. Yeah, I mean the core vendors and others will <laughs> be selling. Yeah, they'll be selling these services and things as part of a you know treasury management or cash management. Yep.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, the sure. Words
3: will change, but but this is smashing together. And I think my biggest prediction and point is that right now is the, the last probably six or 12 months where bankers can think about this as a, Option. a new opportunity and a new way to grow. That's it. And it's going to shift into something that, once again, it's defense.
2: To, to that point, yep. let me just reiterate this. I'm going to pound this home one time. What he's trying to say to everybody is right now it's an avenue. You can get involved and be a bass bank. Tomorrow it's right, a feature. What are you saying? It's, it's a frigging department next year. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be Monetized. Years from now, you're going to have it yep. in mm-hmm. your bank, or you won't be around. Right, right. There will yeah. be because every merchant customer, every business client, and every consumer is going to want all of this mm-hmm. because yeah. now the, the cat. I mean, the horses are out of the barn, guys. My dog Crockett has a fintech and a debit card. <laughs> I'm kidding, but he could. <laughs> I, never, I, I think I do have pet. There is <laughs> a pet uh, a pet list. bank out there.
0: right like a bank for pets yeah i mean
1: i i I agree with everything you guys are saying i think um even as new de novos trickle out they are going to be servicing very very niche communities very very niche um uh uh, uh, segments of of the community as well maybe even different types of you know people from different nationalities you know people different ages i think all those things are going to happen i don't think those banks can do it without fintech partnerships either so i you know we are also seeing there's some vc and pe money trickling in trying to acquire banks you did see you know lending club buy a bank you saw gico buy a bank i i want to think that that's going to continue to happen although you know you got you're up against washington but i think it will i think
3: you just absolutely nailed it but everyone else is missing it because yet again Every This is not a different cycle. Everything's exactly like it's always been. It's just applied a little different. The words are different. Fintechs are the new de novos, boys and girls. Mm. And everybody missed that. Okay, and 81 banks, the Bass Banks today, got all the juice from that whole cycle and me because I invested in all of their stocks. I've made more money off of the damn Bass Bank stocks than on anything else I've ever done. It's unbelievable. Yeah, we yeah.
0: because Those they are-, are the ones growing. Yeah, those are the ones with a growth plan. Uh, and the innovative thinkers—the money always goes to the the mm-hmm. firms that are thinking, you know, two, three, four, five years ahead. Yeah. Well, this has been absolutely everything I expected Dude. and more. I had a blast. Um, you know, it was like the Top Gun movie, Top Gun two. I went in with high expectations, and they hit that those expectations. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you, fellas. Awesome. Uh, great talking to you as always.